fuck all y'all. God damn, I'm glad y'all set it off. Yeah. <laughs> Tell him, Q. Now, I know y'all a little bit younger. Y'all might not have remembered this. But back in my day, people actually mentioned names when they dissed them. Yeah. There were no subliminals. You had no, there was no gray area in who Ice Cube was talking about right here. Yep. Tell him, Q. How far you think they would have got if they all stayed together? Yeah, because I feel like they might have fell off a little bit once Ice Cube did. That's a good question, man. I mean, first off, are we in this hypothetical? Are we assuming that Easy E lives? Yeah. Okay. Just for the um, yeah, for the next four years, I guess. That's hard because would Dre become Dre? Yeah. The Dre that he was after this, if he stayed in the group, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I see would yeah. There, there's there's a lot of things to a take lot of into stuff context. Changed, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but I think I don't know what, what they, they still happened, they still a legend. They still yeah. a legendary group. But I wonder how far they really would have went with Ice Cube because Ice Cube took off after yeah. that. Yeah. So I, Ice Cube was too big. He was doing too much work in yeah. the group. I think to stay in the group, mm-hmm. basically. So there's that as well, but I don't know. It is pretty interesting, but we bump in with Ice Cube because there is new hip hop beef on the horizon. Beef alert! Yes. Can we, we call it new though? It's well, fair of, enough. Yeah. It, it has been brewing for years now, mm-hmm. but it finally reached to the point where we care about it. Yeah, basically. True. Yeah, and we don't have to concoct YouTube conspiracies about <laughs> who is Drake talking about in this bar. And, and there's not one bar. Yes. We finally know. Song. He yeah. was direct this time. Let, let's wait 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 a minute. 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 Before we get into that, we will introduce the podcast as always. I am Ryan Rocket, joined by my boy, video slash radio producer extraordinaire. Yes. 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 Newest member of the midday show at Houston Sports Radio 610 yes. in the loop. Yes. My boy, the man, Figgy. Thank you, man. What's going on, man? I'm good, man. I'm blessed. I'm happy to get this new position. Yeah. I worked my ass off. And you do. Yeah, and you did. It's paying off, man. Congratulations, man. We happy for you. Yes. Thank you. Yes. And Jasmine, of course, Hello. the lovely and talented. What are you up to these days? How have you been? I'm good. I'm good. My sister just graduated high school this past weekend, so okay. that was fun. I got to see all my family and stuff. So that's what like you do every week. <laughs> you go to Dallas every week. <laughs> well, it's a bit. It's a important time in her life right now. Okay. So. Yeah. I forgot who I was there. telling. I think I might have been telling you, like, dang, it's hard to travel to Dallas, to, in my opinion. I yes. hate it. Four hours? I hate the drive. Actually, it's three and a half if you drive. Three, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, I mean, I just want to be there for these these stepping stones in her life. She's about to start life. I'll she tell her to move to Houston and have a yeah. real life. She wouldn't dare. <laughs> <laughs> she wouldn't dare. Ain't nothing popping in Dallas. <laughs> but anyway, um, so we have a lot to talk about today. We don't have a lot of time to talk about it, so let's go <laughs> ahead and get right into it. Uh, we get into new releases, and I will start with the ASAP Project 
because Ooh. when we start getting to the other new releases, we will spin that off into a whole other conversation. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about ASAP Rocky. He released his new album over the past this last week called Testing. It has not been getting rave reviews on Twitter, social media. People think it's lukewarm at best. Mm-hmm. I think it's five tracks too long. Oh wow! And well, let, let me get. I know y'all are bigger ASAP Rocky fans than me. So, what was y'all? y'all did y'all listen to the album? What did, what did y'all feel when y'all heard this? I love the album. Okay. Not to be, not that that was a surprise, I'm sure. But um, I had heard, you know, just before it came out, of course, the buzz around it. He was saying how it was kind of a different sound. It was still him. He was always, you know, it's gonna be his flavor or whatever, but he was trying some new things and I can definitely feel that, I guess, but it's still, it's still rocky. I loved it. Um, changes. One of the, one of the songs on their changes. I was surprised to hear him talk so directly I about his ex. Song. Are you sure? Are you serious? <laughs> I was so <laughs> surprised was to hear trash. him like directly talk about Chanel Iman like that. Like seeing as that was the last person we know of that he publicly dated, I guess, besides Kendall Jenner, but, I like the album. I liked um, Kodak though. The I forgot what the name of the track where he put Kodak on it. Um, that he rapping through a phone. Yeah, yeah. it's called Call Drop. Call yeah. Drop. This was when he was in jail. Yeah, yeah. and I appreciate mm-hmm. the I appreciate um, I guess the the idea behind it. But I'm not really that big of a Kodak fan. I would have much wanted to hear from uh, Bobby Smurda. More than I yeah. would have cared to hear from Kodak. And, and now that Kodak is out, couldn't yeah, they have redone old. the song? Yeah. yeah it's kind of old now. Yeah. Pointless. So yeah. It was one thing when Shine released that album when he was locked up because we didn't <laughs> think he was getting out anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kodak got out like a week before this album came Drops, out. So it was yeah. kind of odd. Yeah. I know you're a big ASAP fan, Figgy. How'd you feel about it? Um, honestly, I probably have a biased opinion because yes, you do. I like everything they do. <laughs> And um, I thought it was a good album. It's not better than the first album. It's not better than the mixtape. But I do think it's better than his second album. Uh, I like hmm. this one better than the second album. Okay. But, um, yeah, I like the production on it. Um, the Store the Records is one of my favorite songs on there, the first really? track. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. I okay. like it. Yeah. Um, what else about it? Uh yeah, I I thought it was a pretty good album. Mm-hmm. I feel like he I feel like we could get more out of Rocky though. I feel like he not really growing. You feel like he say he say kind of safe. Yeah, I feel. Yeah. Do you think this is a safe album? No, I don't think it was safe. But I feel like we not getting any growth from him. I feel like he kind of. What 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 do you define as growth? Like what could he do? Because he experimented with several new sounds on this album. I- I think he did a little too much you, with that. You think so? Yeah. But I, I like that um, aspect of it. I really did. The fact that he threw in, like, Juicy did the track with Juicy J. Yeah, that was in. hard. I love yeah. that song. That was hard. Yeah. But, but not every song is that song. Mm-hmm. A lot of songs are, I still hate the Moby song. <laughs> I still hate that song. I didn't like it too I mean, I liked it when it came out, but I appreciate it a lot more now, I guess. Yeah. Seeing that the album is out, I, I did not, I, you know, I didn't skip to say that it was a single. I, I listened to it through. So. Yeah. So you 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 think that ASAP has not grown enough for your liking? I, f- I feel like he could grow a little more. Okay. Pause. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna let that one go. <laughs> but. <laughs> 
what, what what is an example you could think of of him? Like, what are you talking about lyrically or sound wise? Yeah, I, I feel like lyrically. Okay, I feel like he I feel like he got a different sound from his first album. Okay, but. I feel like lyrically he could grow because um, it was once upon a time we was like, wow, this dude is lyrically nice. Wait, really? I think so, yeah. Okay. I think so. He's not nice or nothing like that, yeah. but yeah. people was like, yo, you get busy. Okay. And um, Funkmaster Flats had the whole debate between him and Travis Scott. Oh, goodness. Oh, that was that. That was so, annoying. Wasn't that fake? He was trying to create a fake beef or something um, like that. He tried, to put, he tried to say that Travis Scott stole ASAP Rocky's style. I don't believe that. No. Funk Master Flex nah. is the most annoying ass <laughs> <New York laughs> nigga I've ever heard, man. man. Yeah. I've heard a lot of annoying New York niggas. He's the worst. <laughs> he yeah, is he's the like worst. the top notch. He's still talking about the Biggie and Tupac beef that like is, it's still going on. That is annoying. Yeah. Yes. That is annoying that no one is here to defend themselves and he got all this to say right now. Like, we don't care. We don't want to hear They lied. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will say this about the ASAP Rocky album. I wasn't expecting much. I was never... I like the sound he initially came out with, and every album he's made since then, or project, however you want to call it, has deviated further and further from that sound that I liked initially. Yeah. I never thought he was nice lyrically. Now, what you mean, um, sound, you mean that, like, Houston screw sound? Yeah. yeah. That, that, it, and, and, now, I thought he was getting a lot of flack for using that and being from New York. Fair, yes, he, he was, but... Still, it it okay. It wasn't so much the screw sound; it was more so the clams casino type of sound. That's one of okay. my favorite producers right now. Yeah, he doesn't too. do a whole lot, but when he does songs, they're pretty hard. Yeah, yeah. I like that. the The peso wasn't really a screw style mm-hmm. song, but that was still you know a newer sound than we have been accustomed to. Yeah, and he did have a a, a, a screw inspired song on this album too. I think it was Hun Forty Third. I think that was the one. Uh, that song is pretty hard. Yeah. But overall, he was doing too much on this album, I feel. I felt like I know one of his best friends is Tyler, the creator. Mm-hmm. Maybe they've been hanging out a little too much, and he's been inspired in some of the weird sounds. Mm-hmm. It sounds almost like Yeezus in a lot of ways to me, and especially the first track. That's funny you say that because yeah. I watched an interview um, that he did. I believe it was with Complex. And um, he was definitely recording around Kanye. They were de- they rented out some hotel spot or something like that that they um, one of his favorite places. And Kanye, they made it into like a recording studio. They partied together. So Kanye was definitely around. I'm sure an influencer of the album. So yeah. it's funny that you say that. It seems like that. Yeah. I also think that calling this album testing and saying it's an experimental album is kind of a cop out. You think so? I feel like mm. you should stand behind your work, mm-hmm. but besides saying, well, I'm just trying things, guys. You know, if you don't like it, if it flops, then he'll be like, I'm back on my old shit. Yeah. No, <laughs> this is your new sound. Let it be your new sound. Mm-hmm. Just let it be your... Don't don't make a cop-out excuse just in case it doesn't do well. Kanye did the same thing with Yeezus, though. He did. He but said he, he tried to put, like, he wasn't really focused. Yes. And he just threw something together. He did kind of make that excuse, too. I don't like that. I feel like, and even though I didn't like Yeezus and I don't really like this album that much mm-hmm. overall, mm-hmm. I feel like you should stand on your own work mm-hmm. and not have a built-in cop-out excuse of I'm just experimenting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's just me. Yeah. Now, the next new release. Actually, let's talk about the YG featuring 2 Chains, Nicki Minaj, and Big Sean song. I haven't heard this song yet, full disclosure. Mm-hmm. But uh, what did y'all feel about the song Big Bank? Uh, I like the beat. 
uh, Big Sean. He didn't. I was kind of unimpressed by Big Sean. I, I really, I'm a, I'm a pretty big fan of his. And this verse, I mean, obviously it was a feature. It wasn't his song, but I feel like he kind of disappointed me. It wasn't nothing, nothing new. It wasn't anything special. Um, the who else was on there? Nicki Minaj. She was like. I'm, I don't think I'm here for her right now. I, I'm, I think I'm over her, so that may be it. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But I liked it overall. I like. I used to look, be a huge fan of YG. I just, I mean, I kind of calmed down off of that. But it was a good song. It was cool. A nice little club record. Mm. I haven't heard it. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was like, what you think? Yeah. Thank I, you. I for- think I played. I think I played like the first couple seconds, but. Uh, uh-huh. I was like, no, nah, not right now. I started doing something else, but yeah. <sighs> but I don't know. I was never the biggest YG fan in the beginning. Yeah. I don't know why, but um, I never liked that um, DJ Mustard sound. Really? Yeah. That never called. He, on he's had to a me. few, a few bangers. Mm-hmm. Needed Me by Rihanna goes yeah. hard. Those, I think Mike Will kind of helped on that too. I can't remember. Those are cool, but the Bay Area sound. Yeah, that, I like it. I just I never that, that hyphy sound. I just yeah. never got into it. <laughs> this is yeah. a song too that sparked the Nicki Minaj dating Eminem rumors because she mentioned something about a white she bagging a white boy. She and, bad to yeah, M. huh? She said she bad to him. Yeah, or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, so is it true? I don't. They've been. No, they've gone not. back and forth. We'll, yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. Okay. Um. But now let's get into the biggest release of this last week until Drake dropped a little ditty. <laughs> you will uh push a T as previously announced on Kanye's Twitter account. Push a T dropped his latest album Daytona. A lot of controversy before the album even dropped because of the album artwork. Mm-hmm. Which depicts it was a picture of Whitney Houston's bathroom. Yeah. Uh, reportedly after one of her drug binges back in 2006. So mm-hmm. why do y'all know the significance behind that? Why was that? Why did that need to be the album cover? What did it do for the album? Because I didn't get it. I, I think it was a Kanye thing. Yes. But, and Pusha T even admitted that. Oh yeah, but what, like, I understand that Kanye did it. You know, he paid for it, whatever. But what was the purpose? Like, what was the reason? Just It's like, an album about coke dealing, and Whitney Houston was a crackhead. Mm, gotcha. Yeah. So, oh, okay. I think that's, that's what I got from it. Yeah, that's what I, I got from I'm it. I'm trying to yes. make it deeper than that, I guess. Because I it think, looked like a trap house bathroom. Yes. Yeah. And the album artwork... I like well, it. I, I like it, too. <laughs> I do, too. I like but it. I, I like just it too. didn't... Like, you know, the controversy behind it, I just didn't understand... I, I don't know. I guess I was trying to make it a deeper mean, ha, make, make it have a deeper reasoning behind it than what it is. Put uh, according to Pusha T, Kanye came to him and said, "This is the picture people need to see when they listen to this album." Mm-hmm. And the album kind of sounds like that picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honestly, mm-hmm. the the beats are low tempo, mm-hmm. kind of a a low BPM sound. Uh, it kind of got that eighties cocaine yeah flow. yeah and then with the day to me the name daytona pretty much explains it all yes i don't i don't know why but it's, it's a dark sounding album it's a dark sounding album and it's only seven tracks long very lean the only features are the only feature is rick ross rick ross and kanye and kanye, and kanye as well yeah. yeah um how did y'all feel about this album i know there's a lot of controversy being as what kanye went through as well as the album artwork some people tried to cancel it before it even came out because of the artwork yes yeah. but it's been critically acclaimed on social media 
So what did y'all feel about this album, Daytona? Uh, Kanye was solid. Like, I love the production of every single track. <laughs> it was bomb. Like, he, he, man, and we knew this conversation was going to shift when the mu- <laughs> conversation, reg- you know, surrounding Kanye was going to shift when this music dropped. But I, I appreciated every, every, every track, honestly. I, I don't think there was one that I didn't like. So... <sighs> I really <laughs> reluctantly uncanceled. Oh uncancelled. yes, yeah. I don't know, man. Is he uncanceled though? I mean, and see, that's the like, thing, man. People jump out the window too quick. Mm-hmm. It's like, nah, man. Like, uh, I think the people that wanted to cancel him or say I'm canceling him is people that wasn't really fans like that. Uh huh. Mm, yeah, because know. a lot, yeah, a lot of people I seen was like, oh yeah, I'm done with him, and then they go off saying. Oh yeah, Jesus. Yeah, I've been done with him. Life yeah. of Pablo was trash, and blah blah blah. So it was easier to cancel him. Fair enough. Yeah. I don't think anybody's like if you have a super fan, somebody who's heavy into their music. I don't think it, it takes a lot more than this for yeah. to get canceled. Yeah, the, hard the super fan. fans are not canceling yeah. him. They yeah. looking past his political views and all that. They waiting on the music. If you spent five hundred dollars on Yeezys. And then cancel Kanye because he supported Trump. Uh-huh. That, that's I can't get my head around that yeah. for yeah. some reason, but whatever. <laughs> but, um, so, uh, but as for Pusher, I mean, it was to be expected. Nothing more, nothing less. He, you know, typical. I don't, I'm not a huge fan of his, anyways. But like, it was pretty consistent from what I know of him, from what I've heard of him of the past. Like nothing, yeah. nothing really surprised me. Besides, obviously, you know what we gonna get on, but. Other than that, it was a pretty solid album, though. I thought I thought it was pretty good. I'm in, I'm very interested now to see what else um, these other albums Kanye's a part of. I mean, I was interested to begin with, but now I'm I'm very intrigued. I guess so. We'll see. Figgy, I love this album. I loved it from top to bottom. <laughs> My only beef with it is I wish I wish it could have been at least two more songs. Just two more because I get through that album walking my dog. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only problem my wit, and he's not calling it an EP. Yeah, he, he considered it, album. Yeah, but um, other than that, I love it. I love the production. I feel like if I feel like everything fits perfect. Um, what else? I love Rick Ross verse and the yes. um, what was the name? Uh, of hard the piano. Hard mm-hmm. piano. Um, I love this verse in that. Um. Did you Kanye like verse. I like yeah. how he started off yep. Scooby Doo. <laughs> yeah. Scooby Doo, Doo, Doo. And um, yeah, man, I love. I, I like the album cover. I don't have a problem with it. I think people who have a problem with Kanye buying it, I think they need to have a problem with the people who sold it. Yes, That's exactly. True. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, you could say Kanye is a bad person all you want, but somebody sold it. Somebody for took, th- somebody yeah. had to take it. For $85,000. That's what uh, I believe Whitney Houston's nephew came out and spoke about it. And she basically said, well, he basically said he blames a photographer mm-hmm. who took that picture. And the picture was already put in the tabloids yeah. in yeah. 2006. So he's more mad at the person who invaded the privacy and took it in the first place. Exactly. Number two, he mentioned that nobody cared when that picture came out initially. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. only after she died that yep. she's a victim. Exactly. Yeah. All the jokes were flying back when it was crazy crackhead Whitney yeah. off mm-hmm. on one of her binges again. Yep. Bobby and Whitney. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I love the album, man. I thought it was dope. Um, this is probably my favorite 
this is probably my one of my, um I don't know if it's I don't know if I would put it maybe I don't I like my name is my name I like that album mm-hmm. um but I don't know it might be it might be my this album might be my favorite Pusha album okay because I I, I listened to it like three times already yeah <laughs> and um. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm and this kind of made me more excited for a Kanye album now. Yep. So I can't wait to hear um his album, Nas, and you know, I f fe- this is my theory. I feel like all the albums that's gonna drop is all connected together. So, so I feel like it's gonna have that same it's kinda like a book. So Pusha is like the, his book. And then um the part two will be like Kanye, the part three will be Nas. That'd be interesting. I, I think it. I think it will all flow together. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm interested to see what Tiana Taylor's album gonna sound like too. Yeah. With Kanye production. <clears throat> I like this album a lot. I liked it a lot. This is another album I didn't come into with high expectations necessarily. Me too. I was a Clips fan from back in the day, mm-hmm. but I always thought that Malice was the better rapper. I've always mm-hmm. heard that too. Yeah. Yeah. I've always. People seem to argue that now. I think that's only because Malice really don't rap anymore. It's funny because um, people used to tell me, like, I really, I like both of them. Yeah. Not one more than the other, but um, people used to tell me Pusha was the best one, and that's why he went first on every song. No, that's not and how it made works me, usually. And it made me think of the, I'm like, huh? Ashley, my homeboy, we, we was in a group when I first started rapping or whatever, and he kind of tried to play me like he was the better rapper, but that's mm-hmm. how competitive he was. But he mentioned how Pusha always go first because he he start the song off and make the song pop and then Malice come in. So pretty much he was saying how Pusha was better than Malice. No, first off. And I really I honestly didn't really see it like that. I liked them both. I felt I I never heard a whack Mal, Malice verse. No, no. So, okay. never. <laughs> no. That's I why I was shocked when you told me you like him better. Yeah, Malice okay. of course. He he has some incredible verses back in that early clips run. Mm-hmm. Um I think the reason Pusha T maybe had more energy. Mm-hmm. I think they they both sounded similar as far as flow went. Yeah. But no, clip of uh, Malice had the bars. Mm. I felt like Pusha never really evolved past the I sell crack. Here's a dope line yeah. about a punchline about that double entendre. But OK, we've heard that before. Mm-hmm. Lyrical content did not change at all on this mm-hmm. album, really. Yeah. But that being said, this is my favorite solo pushup album of all time, project of all time, period. Mm-hmm. Like it's solid. I like the fact that the seven tracks long. Mm-hmm. It feels very lean. There's not a wasted track on there. You yeah. can listen to the whole thing and not skip a track, yeah. mm-hmm. which is very rare these days. Because yeah. do you think if he would have put more, he could he could have gone off on the end and it wouldn't have been as great as an album if he would have added more tracks to it, you know? I think so. I think it's never a good thing to have too many tracks on your album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know when Quincy Jones produced Thriller, what they did was they made, basically they would make the album take the two weakest songs and then replace them with something stronger, but they mm-hmm. wouldn't go over a, a certain amount of songs. Mm-hmm. They kept it compact on a, on purpose because they only want the best tracks. Yeah. Nothing wasted. Yeah. I feel like a lot of producers, rappers, whoever could benefit from that. Yeah. I don't want to hear no more triple albums. 
Yeah. Like, I'm done with that. Yeah, that's uh, a 2000s thing. Yes, the double <laughs> album thing, Migos, whatever, who all y'all people, y'all can, you don't <laughs> need that many songs. I you don't raise Shrimmer. Yes. All of it. And, Our attention spans are short. And, and see, that's why I kind of had a problem with the Chris Brown thing. <sighs> but you love every track. No, 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 no. I'm sure he had a whole bunch of good songs on there, but. Just thinking about it, it's like, nah, I ain't about to get through all it. It's too much Chris Brown. Yeah. And I think he, I probably would have listened to his album if it was like 10 songs. Yes. But when you pull out 50 songs, it's 40 daunting. Songs, yeah, it's, it's like, I'm intimidating. not Intimidating. Like, yeah. I don't have that much time in my day to dedicate just to one album. Yeah, just one artist. Yes. <laughs> So, yeah. I'm gonna let y'all have that one. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I really enjoyed the album, and the last track of the album is yes. probably the one that's getting the most notoriety. Because first off, I thought the song was amazing as yeah. far as the beat goes, yeah. the sample, oh, yeah. lyrically he kind of delivered too. He there was some good little bars in here. Mm -hmm. um, the song "Infrared" is a song targeted at the people he's been beefing with for years now. Mm -hmm. And I actually looked up the history of this beef. I didn't know it went way back to the Mr. Me Too. I didn't realize that was a Wayne diss. Oh, really? I yes. didn't know that either. Basically, it started when um, Wayne started wearing Bathe and Ape, yeah. which Pharrell made famous. Yeah. So it, the beef went way back then. But um, on this verse... Pusha took shots at one Aubrey Graham, a.k.a. Drake. <laughs> Some of the lines, he said, it was written like nods, but it came from Quentin. Referring to Quentin. Believe in myself in the Coles and Kendricks. Let the sock puppets play in their roles and gimmicks. And there's more. Oh, it's, now it's okay to kill baby niggas. Looked at me crazy like I really. Okay, I hated that bar. Really? really killed I hated that. What you like hate about the, it? I like the way he delivered uh, it. Uh, you round baby with baby. I'm sorry. You got to be a little but you, more. But it's two different. No, I things, understand. Though. I understand. Yeah. But I just thought I'm, it was. I'm a cheesy. fan of that. I'm yeah. a fan of that type of rap. I don't like that. I like yeah. the way he delivered I, it. It would be one thing if you say a a word that spelled the same but means something different. But okay. here is, I don't know, I just thought it was lazy, whatever. But anyway, <laughs> um, so Pusha T released this album. Everybody noticed the verse. Where this, Even though Pusha had been dissing Drake for a while now, this is the most direct it's been. He specifically mentioned Quentin Miller, yeah, the ghostwriting accusations, all that stuff. And Drake responded in record time. Yeah. He dropped the Duppy freestyle right after. Yes, pretty much the same day. Yeah, yeah. He um, tried to fuck up his release day. Yes, <laughs> but according to him, he actually helped it somehow. Mm. Uh -huh. But anyway, um, the freestyle basically is just a entire track aimed at Pusha T. Mm -hmm. He talks about the Quentin situation as he just tried to help him out. First off, what what was y'all's reaction when y'all heard? Drake's new diss song. That they piss Aubrey the fuck off. That's really? what yes, that they have made this man mad. Like and just the and then at the same time I also didn't know he's just a marketing genius. Like of course you pick now to respond to something that's been going on for years because your album's about to drop. So you know people people that weren't checking for Push's album, he did I can understand why Drake's saying he helped boost his sales or boost his, you know, streams because 
you know, me, like I just said, I'm not even that big of a Pusha fan. I was going to listen to it regardless because of Kanye, but people that are like me, I can understand why they would go listen to it now because it's surrounding Drake. So I didn't know, you know, if it's really that he felt so disrespected by it or was it really that he, okay, let me this, let me be strategic behind this because my album about to drop and let me make this a thing. So I didn't, I still don't really know, you know, as far as what that it, like, you know, what he was going for, but yeah, they they made that man mad. And I was so happy to hear, hear him finally, like, be direct about what he about who and what he was meaning. Yeah. We didn't have like you said, we didn't have to look up YouTube videos or whatever to see who he was talking. Like we know, <laughs> we know exactly who he's talking about. And I thought it was great that he mentioned executives. I thought that was real big of him. Like that was real ballsy of him to mention like certain people, and just um, especially. I thought it was kind of weak on Pusher's behalf to mention the Quentin Miller, knowing that we all know that um, Drake played a big role in Father Stretch My Hands. Like, and yeah. big, he played a big role in a lot of that Life of Pablo album. So I just didn't see where he felt like that. Like, I don't know. I didn't feel like that was a significant argument, if that made sense. Like, how you gonna say that? But he just helped, he did help your producer with half his album. So I just didn't, I don't know. I didn't. It just made me really happy. My soul felt good. <laughs> like stuff like this, really. Like I don't know, man. I so love it. I love it. Tear each other. No, apart, I huh? just love the conversation <laughs> behind toxic. it. I love. I love You're to hear different people. <laughs> I love to hear people's opinions about their take on it and stuff. So it was. It's a real interesting uh, time in hip hop, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Figgy. I know you've listened to yeah. a lot of beef going back in your Dipset days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What did you feel about this Drake doopy freestyle? Uh, I was shocked. When I first, uh, I think you put it in the group chat. Somebody yeah. put it in the group chat, and I was shocked. I'm like, oh, shit, already? Yeah. And um, I just didn't think P Pusha would go at, I mean, I, don't, I didn't think Drake would go at the Pusha that easy and direct like that. So um, I listened to it a couple times, and uh, I'm like, wow. <laughs> I was shocked. I thought it was pretty dope. Mm -hmm. But um, still, man, it's hard to take. Drake <laughs> diss songs that serious like that. Yes. It, I don't know. I don't know if it's the old school person mm -hmm. I am, but it's like damn dog, like you an R B singer, you you know, the your ref your reference tracks leaked. Yeah. And it's like did did you really write this or do you are you paying somebody enough money where they can't <laughs> come out and say they wrote it for, for you? See, I didn't even feel that way this time. Yeah. Some, somebody did say on Twitter, whoever wrote this freestyle <laughs> should have wrote I'm Upset, his new latest single. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because that's kind of tame in comparison. Yeah, but um, it was a dope song. I, I felt like some of his punchlines in there was clever. Yeah. I like the father stretch. <laughs> your father stretched his hands. Mm -hmm. for my. I forgot mm -hmm. how he said it. But father had to stretch his hands out and get it from me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought I thought it was pretty clever, and um, I think I don't know. I kind of want to see what um, good music gonna do behind this because he he to me he does Kanye whole, too. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I want to see if Kanye throw a couple shots in the song. I don't see him doing a diss song. Yeah. But I do hear him on somebody verse or somebody record doing a verse and throwing shots. And I'm all for it. I want to hear it. I think it's good for hip-hop. Not all that other bullshit. I agree. 
I feel like he's going at a more willing opponent too. Yeah. I don't think Meek Mill really wanted the Drake beef. Mm-hmm. I think he was just upset over something Nicki Minaj did. It and him in off the guard. moment, he tweeted something about the ghost writing thing yeah. and all that. I, I think it called him off guard yeah. because, um, you know, we tweet all the time, man. Yeah. We talk shit all the time. And um, Drake, out of all people. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he, he, probably, he probably was looking for Twitter response or something like that. But he got a song. Yeah. yeah. But so, this was more this was more disrespectful than back to back to me. This was more shocking uh, than back to back to back. It was cool, but this to me this was more heartfelt. This was more of a stab than back to back. I would I would argue that. Mm-hmm. I would argue that. I don't think number one, he wrapped his ass off on his track. Yeah. I feel this is that old school Drake. Yeah. I actually like this out. better than back to back. Yes. I think as a song, I'd rather listen to this one probably. Me too. But as far as a effective diss, I felt like Back to Back was much better. Mm. I don't think a lot of the things he said were, they sound good, but once you think about it, they don't really make a lot of sense to me. The Quentin Miller thing, he basically portrayed that as, hey, I just tried to help this guy out. Like, yeah. he wasn't helping him yeah. out as, just as equally. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, no, like, it was charity for him to write my songs yeah. on one of people's favorite albums by me. And, and then he mentions a couple, that, couple guys in the school, studio just helping to make a song type of thing. Like, it it was no big deal. Yes. And it's like, dude, a whole-ass reference track came yes. out. <laughs> bar for bar, the exact same song. Yeah. So, and here's the thing, too. I think if you notice the, the trend with Drake lately, he has been dropping quite a few tracks here and there. Mm-hmm. We haven't heard the R&B Drake in a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He has true. been rapping on every single track he's put out. I think the ghost writing thing still bites at him. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think he's still upset. I think he gets upset when people mention the top rappers in the game and don't really bring him up anymore. Mm-hmm. We talk about Kendrick's. We talk about Cole. We don't really put he's Drake up that, there. He's not in that category. Yes. He yeah. is in the superstar category. But yes. As far as rap, people people <laughs> put that in a whole different side. Yes. And they say, all right, as far as rap, Kendrick, J. Cole, um, Big Sean. Yes. Yeah. Some people, I, mean, I think people quit saying Wale, but he yeah. was in that conversation too. But Drake is like, nah. They don't mention him. They mention yeah. him as one of the biggest in the game as far as superstardom, like you said. Mm-hmm. But he is not in the rap category. I think he hates that. Yeah, I can I, I, I can agree with that. I think he it hurts him because it's not like he ain't, he's never written anything. So yeah. that with the Quentin Miller stuff coming out, it made people look at him like he's never done anything on his own. And he know like we know Drake has written songs on his own without getting help on every single song. But that's, you know, that's the part that people, people don't care about that anymore. Once you got that reference track, then it's like, dang, you didn't write anything. They just discredited him from everything now. So I can understand what I probably gets to him, you know. I will say... And I don't know, I don't think anybody really knows except his closest circle what his recording process is. Mm -hmm. But I do feel like lyrically, it's like very different in his songs sometimes. Like he raps like this and then he drops the I'm upset and it's like, what the fuck happened? Yeah. Yeah. You know, he, he, it's just completely, and even though that's a rap song as well, he kind of did some singy type shit on it, Mm -hmm. but it's very like lyrically what happened to that, the Drake that was just here, Yeah. Yeah. you know, 
So that kind of seems odd to me. There are some mm-hmm. things that seem odd, like when Future talked about the collaboration album they did, he said that they recorded in separate studios, but mm. they were in the same building, mm. but Drake recorded by himself and Future had his own. That Things like that are weird to me. I don't understand why. Yeah. If you How write can your you own get a shit, vibe with that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's, things like that are strange, mm-hmm. but I will give Drake the benefit of the doubt and assume he wrote this song. Yeah. Okay. He put his girl in there. He put Pusha T's girl, Virginia he Williams. Did. He did. Yeah. He, he mentioned names. You can yeah. tell he was upset here because even in the, the audacity. Uh, even in the Meek Mill songs, he never really mentioned anything specific. Like yeah. you knew it was about Meek, yeah. but here he actually mentioned names. He actually mentioned his brother. He actually, there's no confusion about what he was talking about. But just like I said, under scrutiny it's like okay Kanye's technically older he mentioned uh, oh you're older than the person you working under that was hilarious to <laughs> that me. was funny yeah. but then you look it up and it's like okay Kanye 40 uh, uh, Pusha T's 41 Kanye's 40 yeah. mm-hmm. so y- I mean technically you're right but yeah. not really it's, it's kind of like that uh, I don't know a lot of people mention this with uh, Nas this song what was um, Ether yeah like a lot of people have a problem with it. Oh, you fat or oh, you gay. Ah, ha, ha, that mm-hmm. type of thing. That's what I kind of got from this song. So it's not like, oh, he just spitting straight facts and yes. Pusha T about to there, go down. There was exaggeration. He basically said that Pusha T never was in the street. He never really sold anything. Yeah. Yeah. But if you listen to the, the, the interview with Malice where he was talking about this, he confirmed that Pusha was out there. Yeah. Yeah. He said it was him and his cousin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't... Yeah, so, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, listening to it, and if you don't know anything about Pusha T, yeah. you might be like, damn, he got exposed. But yeah. Pusha T, he, he probably... I guess this is why he don't really care about it, I guess. Yeah. Because it's like, come on now. Like, and... There, there is always over exaggeration in songs, so I could take all that. Mm-hmm. But I'm just the from the react the social media reaction. I thought it was going to be harder than this. Yeah, because me too. people were saying this is better than Ether. It's the best song oh, wow. ever. I oh, heard he killed, that. He, he killed Pusha T's career. Nuh-uh. No, this is yeah. not a career de- killing diss. I'm sorry, nah. yeah. it's not. Drake got to go a little bit. Pusha T been rapping too long. And he's too, like, even though I'm not a huge fan of his, he's not going to go down like a Meek Mill. He's not going to just quit. Yeah, no. Yeah. You got to put out he, a little bit more. I think he's well respected and yeah. has been respected for years <laughs> early on with clips. Yeah. So people not going to take that shit. People not going to be like, oh, he got killed and all oh, that's it. For people him. have been saying that, though. Yeah. He's, I like, think it's the younger people, Yes, man. it is. It because is. Pusha T, uh, he's kind of like our generation. He like, I want to say like RJZ because he been around for a minute, and that's why I'm so excited when this album dropped because it's like, oh, this art music, this not, yeah, this not Migos, no this not Ray Shermer or whatever, this for us. <laughs> so, yeah. Let me ask you though about. Um Drake saying that he wants to see his brothers flourish to a higher purpose. Ah. I feel like that was that was real. That was so real Wait. of Drake to say and mention because if you go go back to Kanye's interview with Charlemagne, mm-hmm. just the, some of the stuff he was talking about about Virgil and just he does seem very intimidated by people around him at times. He doesn't, of course, he does. He wants to be the best, in my opinion. He doesn't want anybody to. Um, 
he doesn't want to be un- outdone by anybody. And for Drake to say that, I could really, I really appreciate him, him saying that because that's how it seems. Kanye doesn't want people around him to do better than him. He doesn't want it. He just seems like he he's very arrogant in the sense that he wants to be the best at all times. But you need you when you have people around you, when you have a team around you, you're supposed to want to uplift others. Everything don't have to be about you. Everything yeah. doesn't have to like him producing all these records. That's cool. Like, you know, but I just feel like he doesn't necessarily want anybody. Yeah, he just doesn't want anybody to over. He wants to be the best at all times. But who doesn't? But at the same time, it's very noticeable that he would rather he would rather be better than the people around him. It, it's very, it's very. I mean, then again, we don't know what he does behind the scenes. Yeah. Like you know, he comes out and says he does this, that, and the other, which I'm sure is true. But I really, I really felt Drake when he said that, especially this Kanye era right now with him talking about you know free thinking and things of the sort. So I really, that really hit home to me. Now I would challenge you on that uh-huh. because I would question who was flourished on OVO. Party Next Door is not he, what he should be. You don't he, think I don't think so, but Party Next Door also I don't know I don't know if he is trying to still be the same artist that he once was. I know he writes for a lot of people and yeah. I know that he he's more behind the scenes. I don't know if that's purposely Everybody on OVO is behind the scenes. Yeah, I don't for know if that's reason. a I don't know if that's a purposeful thing on Party's part, like if he's wanting to be more behind the scenes, but I can see what you're saying there though. The weekend left OVO and became a superstar. Yeah, but I don't yeah. like the After weekend, getting though, several honestly. of his songs taken by <laughs> Aubrey. Yeah, I don't like this weekend. So you can say that about Kanye, but at the end of the day, and I hate people who say at the end of the day, I hate that I even <laughs> said it, but there there are stars on good music that mm-hmm. we can name by name. But at the same time, they were stars before they got on good music. You Big don't think Sean Big Sean was, was a star n- before he got on big music? No. Good music? No. Really? I Maybe because I'm a fan of Big Sean, I liked him before. I mean, of course his career elevated, but I thought he was he was good on his own. Like he was good then. If you knew Big Sean before he started working with Kanye, you were a hardcore fan. Yeah, wait, wait, that's not. I don't think that's true because I I knew who he was. Uh I knew him as this guy that sounded like Drake, and I didn't realize Drake pretty much took from Big Sean. Yeah. At that time, mm-hmm. this was early on. Yeah, and I think, and uh, I actually played it for. Um, I played it in the car, and this girl that was in the car with me, she like, "Why are you listening to this dude? He sound, he sound like a fake ass Drake." Yeah, and I'm like, "This Big Sean, he kind of dope," but um, I didn't realize Drake actually took Big Sean style. Yeah, yeah. and then like Two Chains, we Two Two Chains was Titty Boy before he got. I don't, and I don't even necessarily know that he's cons- really on good music. I know he's an affiliate, but. We knew Two Chains before. Like I know he's popular now because obviously the younger crowd that is interested in him. But he was a he was a rapper before that. Like he was a rapper before Kanye. Who else is on good music? Uh, Pusher. Y'all knew Pusher Con- before he got with Kanye. I'm eh. not a big fan of his. Yeah, but, but he, he Pusher T got to a new level when he was on Good Music. Mm-hmm. Before yeah. that, he was just one half of Clips. Yeah. The whack half in, in people's <laughs> eyes. But uh, Good Music, he, he's flourished on a label. Let's be yeah. real. I don't know if this, like, you can say that Kanye's selfish and self-absorbed. He probably is. Mm-hmm. But so is Drake. Oh, yeah. Is my point, basically. That's true. He has taken songs, and artists have admitted this. They've had songs that he has just taken. Mm-hmm. You know, we all, we know he had people writing for him at times. Yeah. So I, I feel mm-hmm. like they're both in the same boat. 
Yeah. Um, just to point out, too, these are the artists that are on good music or have been. Okay. You got Pusha T, Big Sean, Travis Scott. No, oh, I forgot about him. Yeah. Um, Two Chains, Kid Cudi. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, designer, <laughs> Tiger. Tiana Taylor, John Legend. I Led forgot Tiger was on good music. Yeah. Okay. What about him? Saha the Prince is somebody I felt like um, like, yeah. kind of elevated a little bit. He, he did. Common. Sure. A lot of people, I, I feel like I feel like he don't get a lot of credit for Common because he, I feel like he took Common to another level too. Yes, he did. But that was... With the B album and um, uh, what was the other album? Uh... I, I feel like he took him to more of a commercial level at that time. I would agree. I would agree. Having the B album be solely produced by Kanye, that's probably his best album. I like Finding Forever a lot, too, mm-hmm. but that's probably his biggest album. Now, yeah. let, let's look at the OVO artists and, and <laughs> tell me how many you, you can you know who they are. Don't look, up, look them up on Google. Party Next Door, we talked about him. Mm-hmm. Roy Woods. Was he Anything. with um? Was I, he 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 wasn't with um Wiz Khalifa? No, that's Chevy Woods. That's Chevy. Yeah. Okay, okay. No, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, Roy Woods, I hadn't. I I didn't know anything of him until he was on OVO. I yeah. didn't know. I still don't really listen to him like that, to be honest, though. But I guess that's making your point. So let me be quiet. DBSN. Yeah. <laughs> I love McConan. I love DBSN. Yeah. Really? But again, that's another artist. That's another artist that. He got on good. I mean, he got on OVO, and yeah. I feel like that's how I became popular to them. Okay, I love so McCone. you actually do know some of these. Boy yeah. Wanda, of course, we all know oh, yeah. him. Producer extraordinaire. Then, um, I love McConan has some type of beef yes. afterwards. Yes, and he hasn't released any music really at all because of label issues. I don't know, yeah. mm-hmm. but I think he regrets signing to OVO. Mm-hmm. He's voiced his displeasure. He's tweeted and deleted the tweets aimed at Drake. <laughs> yeah. Um so yeah. Uh mm-hmm. there's a white guy named Eric Dingus. I've never heard of him. Mike yeah. Zombie, Future the Prince, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. A bunch of bums. <laughs> yeah. So. They I, they probably not bums, but they probably sit around and Drake take their songs. Yes. Ah. <laughs> because um <laughs> the weekend obviously left and became a superstar. Um, party next door. I felt like he's on a leash. I feel like he he could have been way bigger than what he is now, mm-hmm. but he's stuck working on Drake albums. But did you like his last album though, Party Next Door Three? I didn't uh, yeah. personally. I don't. Yeah, I really ain't care for it. Yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't a huge fan of him anyway. But I feel like he could have been bigger than what he was. Yeah, I can. I can feel. And um, I heard he spent a lot of time working on Drake album yeah. than his own. Mm-hmm. So um, never know if he, probably if he would have had time to work on his own, he probably could have been the, exactly. probably bigger than Drake or competing with Drake at exactly. least. Exactly. Yeah. There's not a whole lot of flourishing going on at the OVO camp. <laughs> but to wrap so, up this yeah, discussion. So I was about to say, so it's kind of smart of Drake keeping them lower to oh, keep them elevated mm-hmm. because that's what people were saying that Def Jam about Jay-Z. Yep. Yeah. DMX said all the time how he pretty much kept him shelved because he was the competition. Mm-hmm. I think Jay tried to make people stars, though. I think he tried to make Beanie Siegel, 
He tried to make Freeway. I think he tried no, to make. No, I'm talking strictly Def Jam. Oh, okay. And, uh, when Jay Z was the president at Def Jam, okay. DMX beef was he pretty much trying to shelf the competition, which was DMX. Could be. And so th- that's where DMX had a problem. Yeah. But but DMX um, had other problems too. Yeah, that's what DMX said. Exactly. So yeah. DMX ha- has personal problems. <laughs> but um, <laughs> to wrap up this discussion, when do y'all think, or do y'all think Pusha T will respond? And when do you think this response will occur? Um, I I don't. I don't know. I don't right now. I'm not. I don't think that he will just because I would have expected it by now. Just seeing as how Be like two days after. Well, yeah, kind of just seeing as how fast Drake responded. Meek so, Mill took a while to respond. And exactly. That's and why it was he, trash. Yeah, exactly. So I just I'm not a big fan of his. So I don't really know too much about his beefs other than this one, honestly, between like him and Cash Money. But I, I would expect a, um, the bars that he sent at Drake, I would have expected some to, to to come by now. If especially seeing as Drake dropped at the same day of his album. What what are we waiting on? Yeah. Like But do you think Drake might have been prepared in advance? I think so. Do that's think so? that's my other theory. Yes. Uh-huh. I think he was ready for I don't know if people was talking behind the scene that Pusha got this song about you or talking about you. Uh-huh. But yeah, I don't think he recorded the day of the album. Really? See I, I think he had that in the tuck because he Really didn't mention anything from like the Breakfast Club interview because he was Pusha was talking about it on the Breakfast Club interview mm-hmm. about the whole Drake thing and goes writing. Yeah, I felt like he probably would have mentioned something like that too, mm-hmm. but it was kind of just strictly, oh, you talking about my ghost writing, and it was pretty much vague. Yeah. So um, yeah, I think he had it in the tuck. Not saying he had it a couple months ago, but mm-hmm. he definitely had it more than a week or two. The OVO spies. I didn't even think were about on that. the case. Dang, I didn't mm-hmm. even think about I that. I think so. I think so. I mean, the 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 speed at which this came out mm-hmm. and the quality of production. Yes. Impeccable. And the bars were too like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Yeah. I um I don't know if y'all saw this, but um I think this play a part in it too. The whole Kim Kardashian oh, tweets. Yeah. Because uh I heard that was connected to the beef too. And um, pretty much Kim was um, defending Kanye on this whole Donna. Yeah, Donna let's, let's break that down now. Yeah, I, yeah. I was. I, yeah, I don't. Know, I really don't know what's going on with that. And Ron Fest ended up jumping yeah. into it. Mm-hmm. So let, let's talk about that right now. So amid this beef, Drake drops the track. Rhyme Fest and Donda's Rhyme Fest runs Donda's house, which I mm-hmm. believe is a charity organization in Chicago mm-hmm. yeah. named after Kanye's mother, of course. Yeah. Yeah. He has been running it for a while now. Apparently they're having financial issues mm-hmm. and they need some help. Yeah. So Rhyme Fest takes the opportunity of the Drake diss to tweet at Drake and say, hey, come help the part of Chicago that Kanye has abandoned and linked to the organization's Twitter account. Kim Kardashian goes back and she, first off, I think it's very interesting that Kanye is no longer tweeting. Uh, He had a lot to say. say. We didn't give a shit. 
But, but now we actually we want shit. Yes. Yeah. And he hasn't tweeted since this whole thing went down. Yeah. Kim Kardashian took the baton for whatever reason. That's what I was going to say. Do y'all, well, I'll let you finish and then I'll ask. So basically, Kim Kardashian goes on saying you're using uh, Kanye's mom's name uh, just to get attention and money and you don't, it's badly organized and we're going to take it back from you. Let my kids run yes, it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> let her kids run it and they're actually going to do service to Kanye's mom. And, you know, he releases a statement basically saying, you didn't know Kanye's mom. I did. We, I tried to talk to Kanye about the financial situation. He wasn't interested in helping out, he seemingly. He interested in these albums. He wanted Rhymefest to write more songs for him, which, to be honest, Rhyme, the, the, song, the Kanye songs that Rhymefest has written are some of his best songs lyrically, Yeah, I feel. <laughs> but that's besides the point. Anyway, so they, they went back and forth about this. Kim Kardashian tweeted again like a day later to clarify what happened. She says that there is mismanagement. There was an agreement for Rhymefest to run the organization by himself because Kanye had financial issues and he could no longer afford to pay Rhymefest to run it. Mm-hmm. So they agreed on this, and now Ryan Fest is apparently just saying, "Oh, you abandoned us, and we need help." Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's the t- the situation as I understand it, at least. So how did this all start? Because uh, did Drake say something in the song, or it was just Ryan Fest tweeting at Drake? It was just Ryan Fest tweeting at Drake. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was because they made it saying like Drake then unleashed all this drama. Yeah. And, nah, Drake okay. had nothing to do with this. Okay. Okay. This had been growing for a little bit. I think when um when Kanye started tweeting support for Trump, the organization had to start tweeting stuff like, "Well, we don't speak. Support, Kanye doesn't yeah. tweet. He doesn't speak for us, and we don't support these views and all that." Yeah. So I think the beef kind of escalated from there. Mm-hmm. And it just, Ryan Fest took an opportunity of the beef to say something. Yeah. Okay. And apparently now the organization has completely cut ties yeah. with them after they Kim Kardashian. Yeah, after Kim Kardashian tweeting all that, they apparently cut complete ties. And that's that's kind of interesting to me, seeing as that was your your charity, you know, in support of your mother or, you know, in honor of your mother. And then all of us, you know, it gets ripped from you because of your wife's. Um, choosing to, you know, speak out on Twitter. Do y'all think that was appropriate of her? I will say this. I thought that it was corny for Ryan Fett to do what he did initially. I think so, too. Yeah. I didn't... That that was Why attention... Drake out yes. of all people? That was attention-seeking at its worst, I feel. Because mm-hmm. yeah. you're talking about something that affects kids in Chicago, which we know has problems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, to use the beef as a way to... I understand you, you're, you're in a situation where you need money. Drake ain't gonna save you. Yeah. Yeah. And he's I wonder if he's thinking like, oh, maybe Drake wanna get back at Kanye. So he tried to exactly helping his foundation. Yeah. Yeah. It it was corny, I felt like it put Ryan Fess is older than this. He should have known better. But think I yeah, that was corny, but I yeah, he was probably thinking that Drake would, seeing as like you when the McMill stuff happened, how Drake sent bottles to Charlemagne, he don't even like Charlemagne. Yeah. He let me let me pick up and do something for the charity that you're not doing is just, you know, prove a little more, prove a little something to your fans and prove that I'm st- you know, just basically help his side of the beef basically, but I just really felt like I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I I can appreciate him speaking up on her husband's behalf, mm-hmm. but at the same time I 
that was like she said why didn't you say anything i saw you like two weeks ago why don't we talk about this then yeah equally, but then he did say that he did talk about it then yeah, and Kanye equally, didn't want to hear it mm-hmm. yeah equally she shouldn't have, i feel like that could have been a conversation off the scenes because now look y'all don't even have the organization and then i thought it was real disrespectful for her to say she's gonna let her kids run it and her kids are what her old her eldest child is what like five yeah so that was yeah. real disrespectful i mean if uh DJ Khaled kid can be an executive producer on albums, <laughs> and I guess these little kids can run an organization. Yeah, I I feel like Kim put it out there for publicity as usual. So I feel like anything she do is for attention. Mm-hmm. That's how I look at it now, man. With Kim, you think she did that for attention? I think she t- put it out there on Twitter for attention. But Ryan Fest already put it out there. Yeah. Yeah, but why is she coming to the defense? Yeah, be- like. Just stay out of it. That's my thing. I, I think she coming out there to you know just to. I, I think it's for attention because she ain't had to say nothing. Why she ain't let Kanye come out and say something? That's what That's I, true. my question too. He ain't tweeted nothing this whole time. Why are you keeping him from tweeting? Like you know when he was going on his rants and she spoke out then like. You know why is why didn't he say anything at all? Yeah, because, if he wasn't gonna say nothing, she shouldn't have said nothing either. Yeah, and, and clearly he saw it. And probably had a reaction to it behind scenes. Yeah. And she probably was upset, too, and went went to Twitter. She got emotional and started tweeting. I don't know if this is attention-seeking. I know we like to say that about the Kardashians a lot, and a lot of what they do is to get attention. Mm-hmm. But nobody knew who Ryan Fest was really on her side of the block until she, she tweeted it, about yeah. them. And she mentioned that, too. She did. She did. She did. Like, real Kanye fans know who Ryan Fest is. Yeah. The people who follow Kim Kardashian on Twitter, Instagram, don't know who he is. But um, this is a hard situation to diagnose, I feel, because we don't know enough. Yeah. I'm hearing stuff from both sides. I'm hearing people say, yeah, Ryan Fest is doing everything and he's just not getting the help he needs and all this. I'm hearing other people say, Ryan Fest has been running it poorly. It's disorganized. He he just wants more money for his personal needs. Mm-hmm. And I I don't know. We're not mm-hmm. in Chicago. We're yeah. not even close to this organization. Mm-hmm. I don't know who's right or wrong. I think they're somewhere in the middle. They need to get it together, yes. especially if it's for the kids in Chicago. Yeah. That organization. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know enough. I from what I know of Ryan Fest, he seems like a stand up guy. Generally, mm-hmm. I've been I was a big fan of his back in the early Kanye days. Mm-hmm. He hasn't really dropped a lot of music lately, but lyrically, like he beat Eminem in a rap battle. Yeah. <laughs> so that say nothing yeah. more needs to be said about his lyrical ability. Yeah. yeah, but I don't I don't know. I think this situation is more complex than who's right and who's wrong on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I do think. Um, well, it's hard to say, I guess, because the organization has already spoken and made a statement. But I do think this is something that Kanye is not just going to let go. I do think eventually he will try to get some type of um, relationship again with the with the organization. He will try to um, he, he going to try to come back eventually because that's his mom. Like, you yeah. know, that's not that's very close to him and dear to him, as I would imagine to be, in, you know, for anybody. So I just don't I can't imagine this is the end of it. Kanye going, he going to try to do what's right to get back where he needs to be with the, with the charity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, the biggest story until all this happened <laughs> was the cancellation 2018. Cancellation tour. Tour going on more and more. <laughs> Come on down. Yes. 
and the newest contestant on Cancellation 2018, say it ain't so, Morgan Freeman. God. Gosh. God God himself. God himself. <laughs> Greatest narrator of all time. Jesus. Every black man's granddad. He make everybody want to dance. You smoke sprite. crack, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> you smoke crack, don't you? Yes. <laughs> One of the classic black movies of all time, Lean On Me. He was a star, and now he is being accused of sexual harassment and general misconduct. Mm -hmm. What was your... Did Did you see that video of the girl? Yes. Let's talk about that. Okay. Okay. What what, what video? There was a video... Was she like a reporter or... She was the one who basically wrote the article. She gathered everybody up. And said, I think she was making cold calls, essentially, mm-hmm. to ask people who were working with Morgan Freeman if they experienced anything inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Which, to be fair, if he did anything wrong, he should be held accountable for it. Yeah. But some of this seems kind of wild. Yeah. And I don't want to minimalize it because some of the stuff that's alleged in the article is he was trying to lift up some skirts. Mm-hmm. He was, you know, making, talking about basically pervert type old people shit yeah and if you're working with a guy you should not have to be subject to that even if it's god himself (laughs) (laughs) but the video that surfaced on cnn the lady who's making the accusation said this was inspired by an interaction she had with him in which she was interviewing them from a a movie yeah so it was three of them Yes. Yeah. And Michael Caine, the uh, guy Alfred from Batman, the Christian Bale Batmans, he was telling a story about how he saw a preg- he saw a woman and thought she was pregnant, but she wasn't. Uh-huh. And she got mad at him. And Morgan Freeman said, I wish I was there. <laughs> but the way she framed it, uh-huh. she said it like he was talking to her and looking mm-hmm. her up and down seductively. Yeah. But when you see the video, in her fault, she shouldn't have shown that video because yeah. it made her look stupid. Yeah. yeah, she's she framed it as he was looking me up and down seductively, and, and the said, other I two I looked at him crazy. Yes, yeah. yeah, yes, and none of that was true. But if you look at the video, Morgan Freeman did not look; he wasn't looking in a sexual way at all. Exactly, he looked like he was bored as hell. <laughs> <laughs> he just said, "I wish I was there." Yes. He just said it in a blank and, and ass what, face. What, what kind of come on statement is that? that yeah. is, hey, you felt uncomfortable after that? <laughs> so there's a lot. There, there are accusations like this woman was just had a bad working experience with Morgan Freeman mm-hmm. and took it upon herself to, I don't know. Some of this could be true and it's wrong if it happened. Mm-hmm. Trying to lift up a girl's skirt when you're working with her and she's yeah. your assistant or whatever. That's misuse of power. That's wrong. Yeah. But let's be real. But this... This video, this evidence right here. In particular. Yeah. And some of this shit sounds like some shit an old black granddad would do, (laughs) to be honest. That's why I believe some of it. That's what they said. He was like a Christian. It probably was like this all throughout Hollywood back in the day. Oh, it was worse. Yeah. Because even this article, which basically says the worst of what he did, it doesn't accuse rape. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say there was some inappropriate touching or whatever, Mm -hmm. but he never actually, he didn't pull a Bill Cosby. He didn't pull a Harvey Weinstein. He didn't do any of that. He just made comments, which to be fair is bad. Which every old single man does. Yes. Yeah. 
and and it's this is not worthy of can full cancellation. Mm-mm. Okay, you get on a timeout for this, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> no more Doritos commercials for the next he, couple of yeah, months. Yeah, he probably lost that sponsor. Yes. Yeah, they wiped him from somebody. Visa. Okay, Visa there took it is. Yeah. Visa. Uh, the, um, because he was on the um, was it Mountain Dew or Sprite? It was Mountain Dew. Okay. I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. where he was rapping the uh the, the what's her name Missy oh, Elliott. Yeah. yeah. I was getting tired of that anyway. So <laughs> it was funny when it Mountain first came Dew. out. Yeah, well, it was a Super Bowl ad, I think. Yeah, Mountain Dew, a cold refreshment, <laughs> lemon lime taste. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say it in this voice. Um, so yeah. But y'all saw um, how Weinstein he got arrested he this turned, past yes, weekend. He, he turned himself in. He did. Oh, hey, who forgot? Remember him? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, people, people, ain't nobody said nothing, nothing about, about him. That's what I'm saying. I don't understand this cancellation tour and how we not we getting some people out of here. We need to get everybody out of here, not just the black people. <laughs> not I'm just sorry. Chris Brown. Like, yeah, not just. We gonna get Chris Brown. We got to get everybody. Everybody. Yep. And then you see it was a long weekend, and he paid his bill, and he's out. Like he he got connection. He got too many connections. Like he didn't even have to do any time. Yeah. He didn't do. He didn't sit there at all. And I think is, and I think people are scared. They don't want to mess, br- burn bridges with him. So they kind of like stand out of it. They yeah. don't want to comment on it. But I if just, somebody like Morgan Freeman, you probably got all type of people like, yeah, yeah, he deserved to go down. And wait, really? I think so. I think I, some people who well, I ain't I ain't seen nobody say that about Morgan Freeman. Yeah, but Harvey Weinstein with him having all that power. Mm-hmm. People rather not comment on it mm-hmm. they, yeah. because I think I think all of Hollywood knew how he was. Yes, they did. But with him having so much power, they like uh, they were scared. It yeah. is what they it is. Yes. It. Yep. Yes. Um. So yeah, I'm still here for Morgan Freeman. I'm sorry. Anytime Same. Lean on Me or uh, Shawshank Redemption's on TV, I'm gonna watch it. I don't care what y'all say. Y'all ain't gonna build Cosby this man just because he. Said, talk about your like ass. Your, like, okay. Like that's every old person, man. <laughs> yes. Sadly, I mean, and that's something you could say that we need to improve in our culture. The fact that, you know, a lot of black relationships are built on harassment. Like, my grandma tells me about my granddad and how basically he, she always rejected him, but he would always keep coming back. Yeah. That's mm. harassment now. <laughs> Yeah. Back in the day, that's just what you did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because she, he was interested and he was pursuing her. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's scary, man. Like it make you not even want to hug a girl at work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like anything, like any little comment, can be sexual harassment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's only if they don't like you. So there's that. So <laughs> yeah. long, just work on making yourself handsome, and then you know, <laughs> that's crazy. The rules no longer it's, apply. It's funny looking back. Back in my younger days. If girls come out right now, I could probably be accused of um, sexual oh, we harassment, all, we rape. All can. We all Well, I don't know about rape. Wait a minute. No, I really can. You know how you're trying to get a girl? She's like, nah, nah, my mom downstairs. Nah, my yeah, mom downstairs. Yeah. No, for real, stop. For real. Yeah. I get what you mean now. Yeah, that's technically rape, right? Technically, if you bring a girl home drunk and you smash. Yep. It could be construed as rape yeah. because mm-hmm. a woman who's drunk she didn't get consent, yeah, clear yeah. consent, which I think is crazy. Wait, and you think that's crazy? Yes, Why? it would be one thing if she was passed out drunk. Uh-huh. If a girl's buzzed up, yeah, I mean things happen. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, well, they they pretty much say don't even go there yeah. if she's been drinking. But that's the thing, people. 
you just that's a slippery slope because you just never know. I know what the hell I'm doing when I'm drunk. Exactly. Like I no. But, that's, but, like, but women see, are stupid. Yeah. See, this the fucked up thing about it. If a girl is drunk or whatever, and she end up sleeping with somebody, having a one night stand. And she feel embarrassed about it. Yes. She going to say, oh, I didn't give consent. He raped me. That's what and they that... tried to do with what's his name? That Indian dude, the comedian. Oh, yeah. 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 No. yeah. And see, no. stuff like that. And immediately the guy's the bad guy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a man. It's crazy. And then now you got girls who pretty much preying on rich dudes or celebrities to do that to. Yeah. Yep. It suck. <laughs> it really do. Oh, yeah. I was looking up that guy's name because now it's annoying. Oh, yeah, you don't know, know it. Par- he was on Parks and Recreation. What was Our, his name? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, now I have to know. You can't be Aziz Ansari. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Him. They tried to get him out of here. I haven't heard from him since then, so hopefully yeah. he's okay. He might be safe. Yeah. He just got to stay low. Probably. <laughs> Moving on. Um. So Kendrick Lamar, first off. <laughs> We there was a Kendrick Lamar slash TDE show in Houston this past in the Woodlands. In the Woodlands, it's a hell of a drive. You live out here, forty five minutes, fifty minutes with no traffic. Goodness, I hate that venue. I wish people would would stop. It's not a bad venue. I just feel like it's too far. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all it's, like the stage setup and everything? I I think it's so trash. I think I mean as far up, as the outdoor theater, it's, yeah. it's maybe I don't go to enough. Uh-huh. But they had they have this same type of um venue in Cleveland. Yeah. And it's that da- but it's downtown and it's right off the lake. So it's an it's a nice area. So every time I go to the woodlands it reminds me of that. But the only thing is just in the middle of nowhere. It's mm-hmm. too far. Yeah. Yeah. So it kinda made me not even want to go out there. Yeah. And when I did go to this concert, I came straight from work and left work early. Yeah. And still missed the concert. Yeah. So I, I got on uh I got there when Schoolboy Q was uh performing. What y'all think about his performance? I didn't see Schoolboy Q unfortunately. Uh, what do you I, think? I caught the end of it. Yeah. So I I see Abso, I ain't see um uh, oh, I think I heard I was Isaiah Rashad there? I think so. Yeah, yeah I, I those are all the people I wanted to see. Yeah. Yes. So I missed all that. So I I I got there just in time to see uh, Man of the Year, the Schoolboy Q. Oh, okay. okay. I wanted to, I wanted to see him perform that part, mm-hmm. the song with um, Kanye. Oh yeah, I wanted to hear Tookie Nose too. That's what I really want to hear. That song so hard. Um, so we'll start off talking about the lead in to Kendrick, One SZA. <laughs> okay, now I've been thinking this for a while, but I've held off on certain thoughts. You sure you've about been thinking? SZA. I, I, man, <laughs> I see more and more people coming to my mind and thinking mm-hmm. when I see Twitter and her latest live performances. Mm-hmm. But I'm just gonna go ahead and say it straight up. I think she sucks live. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's good at all. She has no stage presence. Mm-hmm. She just kind of jumps around the stage, yeah. can't dance can't really sing live even though her songs aren't really vocally intense mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to be fair apparently she has some kind of condition with her 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 vocal cords are swollen yeah or something she took off i think she uh stopped touring with the rest of the tour yeah mm-hmm. um that's official now but i've seen other performances when she was not reportedly suffering under this condition mm-hmm. and it still sounded bad Uh, Thoughts? Well, okay. (laughs) Biggie, 
he answered the group message or maybe you just texted yeah, me and group, was like it was a group message and was yeah. like since he's gonna ask us to help her perform and i yes. said i felt some type of way by that but then i heard afterwards like like you mentioned something was wrong with her vocal cords but i like SZA and it really it i feel i guess the the sensitive part of me feels bad for her because she didn't want this at a point in time. There was a point in time where she didn't want to be seen. She she just wanted to make music. She didn't want to. She never performed live. We didn't know what she looked like. There was a time that you know she wasn't as big as she is. So it just I feel for her because now that she is, she's getting all this scrutiny and all this you know Ryan's opinions and <laughs> like you know. So People I just pay I, to see you live, which is true. And I I just really feel for her because. It was something that she, it took her a while to even get to this point. Yeah. So I I really, I still support her, of course. And you I would have cringed if you were here. If I heard her. Yeah. I saw people, I was looking around just to make sure I wasn't crazy. <laughs> people, were, people were cringing at a couple of her really? attempts at singing long notes. Dang. It was pretty bad. And do you think, like, man, do you think that she'll never be able to sing again, Ty? Is this. Like, no, you know, or is she'll be fine as far 2018 as... 2018 technology, she'll be able to sing until she's 60. But that's the okay. thing. I'm, I'm not here for the technology. Like, her personally, her voice. I want to know if she... If we know that the technology is behind her, she's not the same artist for me. Yeah. So, I just... I really... My heart does go out to her. I hope that she gets better, and I hope that she doesn't allow everybody's opinions to get to her. So, continue to do what she does, you know, because... I just not like just following her career. I knew she didn't always want this anyway. So yeah. this control album really did it for her. So yeah, it really blew her up. Yeah. Figgy yeah. thoughts. Am I alone here? Um, uh, no, you're not alone. But in the same breath, I think um, I I don't think she was made to be this big of an artist. Mm -hmm. She wasn't made to be a Rihanna or a Beyonce. I think she was this hipster artist who blew up. Yeah. And <laughs> became popular. Mm hmm. Because I, I feel like it's a lot of people that's similar to her who, not the best vocalists, but um, they got the swag and they kind of can sing and they harmonize real good, st different stuff like that. I think she was one of them. Not saying she can't sing, but um, a lot of people not good live. I'm going to be honest. Yes. Uh, uh, somebody that's not good live to me, he, even though he's a rapper, but Jeezy, I feel like he's not a good live performer. He yeah. don't sound the same as... His records. Yes. Yeah. But um yeah, it says I was I was a little disappointed when <laughs> she said, Hey, I'm gonna need y'all help I'm gonna need y'all to help me sing this because yeah. my So I was kinda That's what Mariah Carey does now. Yeah, sing with <laughs> me. It's embarrassing. But um I think I was so excited to hear live because um I I pretty much defended her all this time whenever she go on BT and all these award shows and sing. A lot of people like, man, she sound terrible. She yeah. sound terrible. And um, we heard a lot of excuses like, oh, her mic was messed up mm -hmm. or they messed no, up. No, she's tired from jumping around so much. Yeah, I heard all the excuses. And <laughs> when she said, can you help us sing, I was kind of disappointed. Yeah. But... Um, I ain't gonna lie, she's so fine. I'm like, <laughs> she did look good. Like, all right, so I, I definitely stood up the whole time to yeah. look at her. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't think she that type of artist. She not, 
she, I, I feel like she's not the live type of artist. Maybe a little lounge type. Yeah, yeah. that's the thing. I don't think she's More made intimate. to perform in arenas or large settings. Yeah, but she blew up. I don't think she expected to blow up that big like that. Mm-hmm. So, of course, you know, you gonna she gonna you gonna have us and criticizing her voice and stuff, but. She wasn't to me. She wasn't that type of artist. Yeah. So I'm I'm extremely happy that she blew up this big. Yeah. But people expecting Beyonce vocals and <laughs> Mariah Carey <laughs> and '91 vocals. You're not I mean, really no, gonna get nobody that. Nobody went that far, man. <laughs> at least at least sing your own songs well. Is that too yeah. much to ask? No, I understand <laughs> it. I get it. But everybody not a good live performer. Yeah. You know, on that type of stage. Yeah. So if she was in a smaller venue where she could kind of be personal and the way she talked, because um, looking at her set, I felt like she fit more for a smaller venue yeah. where she could talk and be personal, talk, say some little stories about high school and stuff like that. People don't really want to hear that in a big stage like that. Yeah. When you're on a big stage, you're looking for Beyonce for type performances, dancing and other people on the stage. It was just her. Yeah. So it's kind of like, uh, but TDE, that is a, um, <laughs> this is a bit tour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, she was the co leading act, basically. Yeah. She yeah. was, yeah. So right I before expe- I expected more. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. But now to the main act. And I, I will full disclosure, I'm not a huge Kendrick Lamar fan. Mm-hmm. I think he's a little bit overrated by his fan base. Mm-hmm. But I will say this I thought he was incredible. Oh yeah. Yeah. I thought he his set everything that he did. I was blown away. Yeah. I was getting hype. Mhm. Yeah. He is a great rapper live. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Like his songs are very difficult to perform mm-hmm. when you're just standing around in an air conditioned room period. Yeah. yeah. He rapped bar for bar damn near every song, difficult song in his catalog and did it effortlessly. Yeah. Yeah. Great set pyrotechnics a lot of shit going on but not too much shit going on Mm -hmm. i thought it was great yeah i haven't i didn't obviously i didn't see this show but i've seen him a couple times in the past and he's always put on a good show yeah like rap i don't know i don't know rap i'm not gonna say that never mind i was gonna say that rap artist is hard to entertain i guess if you're rap if you just sit there you have you're a rapper so of course you're gonna stand there and rap so you really have to give more to your crowd you really have to give more to your audience but he's all Every time I've seen him, he's always had some good energy, and I I could appreciate his his set and his show. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed the set too. It was a couple hit. Well, um, right now I can think of one head scratcher song he performed, which was the Rich the Kid Freezer. Uh-huh. He performed that yeah. verse where I was just kind of like, ah, eh. like it wasn't a bad verse, but. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you performing this? You could have performed something else. High power. I was disappointed yeah. he didn't do high power. I, yeah, yeah. That song, I, I would have went crazy if he performed yeah. that. He should have performed that. And I think that's an underrated song from him. I think it's his best still to this day. Do you? Yeah. Okay. My my favorite song was Money Trees. Yeah. I, and I'm glad he performed that. Mm-hmm. But um, other than that, I thought he was solid. I thought it was dope. I will also I say. I'm gonna say. I, I yes. think you're about to touch on it. I, I will also tweet. say he performed King's Day <laughs> yeah, with J Rock, <laughs> and I take it back, man. I take it. I hated that future verse. I thought it was stupid as hell. The lottie dotty dot crap. Uh-huh. Nah, that shit live. <laughs> I take it back. What? That got me hype. Everybody yeah. got hype. Everybody. Everybody, everybody yeah. got hype. Really? When that part came up, everybody. What? 
So, yeah, I'm sorry. I take it back. I apologize, Future. You are a genius. <laughs> You're just ahead of your time. <laughs> because that part is hype. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so did they did they they just let Future play during that part? Yeah, or did they yeah. Actually... he wasn't there. He oh, wasn't okay. there. But they just played his verse because J-Rock was there, of they course. They played the yeah. whole song. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Gotcha. But, yeah, that part was hype. I need to look up some videos, some footage of it and see. It was I, I, I can't. I don't know, man. You, you will be up singing the whole thing. <laughs> Trust me. It's yeah. hype. So I take it back. Now, did he, um, did they play that, um, they played that Travis song too, right? Yeah. Yeah, that kind of threw me off too. Was he on that song? Are you talking about the one on Black Panther? No, the, um, uh, Big Shots. Shot? That no. is on Black Panther. No, not that song. Um, damn. I, I think the, the only Travis Scott songs he did was uh, Goosebumps. Goosebumps, yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, he okay. did that too. Was he on that song? Travis? Tra- no. Um, Ken- oh, Kendrick, yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. yeah. I don't know why. He... His verse was hard on that song. Mm. I, mean, I like that I mean, song. Right. Mm. I was kind of disappointed Travis Scott wasn't there. That's why I, th- I thought he was going to be yeah. there. Yeah. I was kind of disappointed really? because we see Travis Scott at every Houston Rockets home game. Mm-hmm. You couldn't spare... A good hour to do two songs. He could have came out to show show a little love in exactly. yeah. Houston. I thought it was kind of. I think the crowd would have went crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Did they, did they bring anybody else out, or was it strictly TDE? It was, it was TDE. Strict, yeah, nobody oh, okay. else came out. He brought he brought Schoolboy Q out on yeah. his set. Oh, okay. And then J Rock on his set. Yeah, that was it. I love Schoolboy. I hate that I've seen him once, but I hate that I miss. I really want to see him. Yeah, I actually seen him in concert uh, two years ago. Uh huh. So um, the year I first, the first year I moved here. Yeah. I you went to going, the store. I went. Yeah, the concert at the where? I, was it at the where? No, it wasn't at the warehouse. It was. I forgot the name of the spot, but it's right by the. I want to say the aquarium. Oh, okay. Revenge Center? Revention. Yeah, Revenge Center. Center. Yeah, yeah, I went there, and that show was lit. Yeah, he performed. <laughs> was, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, yeah, it was my birthday weekend, too. Mm-hmm. So um, it was a pretty dope concert. It yeah. was real good, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Kendrick had a show in Alabama, <laughs> and for some reason he got it in his mind to invite, and this is something he didn't do in the Houston show, by the way. Yeah. He did I, not invite, invite any fans on stage to rap any songs. This is not some gimmick he does. I've <laughs> seen him actually do that. Oh, like, really? Houston, the, the last show I saw of him at, um, was it Free Press or some free concert they were having? Um, he, he actually did do the same thing with the same song. With the, uh, what is Wait, it? Mad City? Yeah. But yeah. I'm assuming he brought up a black person to do it, right? No, actually, he brought up a white person and he brought up a... Uh, I think it was just one white girl, one white girl, and one white. One of them oh, did so not know the. Yeah, yeah, one of them. One of them <laughs> he, he didn't know the lyrics. Shit in Houston. Yeah. One of them didn't know the lyrics, and one of them actually killed it. Um, the last show that I saw, that was maybe 2016. Maybe I saw him yeah. last, and he did that. So I, this wasn't. I've seen him do it before. I guess. Well, he tried it again, <laughs> and this is what happened at the Alabama show. Are you ready? You ready? What's your name? The lady. Make some noise for the lady right now. Yes, the lady, man. She said, where we started at? I told you every time. Swear I got you. I got you. I rose in cliffs. All got along, they probably got me down by the end of the song. 
Singing like the whole city go against me. Every time I'm in the street, I hear got, 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 It's crazy you didn't even think about it. Now, if you didn't catch that, she said the N word in that song. It has sparked a debate among social media as to another edition of the (laughs) N-word and what what we should do with it is if it's appropriate for white people to say the word when they're singing a song where a black person uses it, Mm -hmm. should we even use it in rap anymore? Should Kendrick still use it? All the usual arguments are coming up again. It's not fair that white people can't use it. Yes, yes. So what were y'all's initial reactions to when you saw this clip and what do you think? Do you agree with any of the hot takes about the N word this time? Uh, it was just surpri- not not surprising because I mean I, I I can imagine very various white people do this, but it was just crazy that she didn't even realize what she had done. She didn't even realize why he stopped the music. She was just like, "Am I not cool? <laughs> like, why can't I go?" Like, yes. she didn't even realize she had said it. That's how she was. That's how you know she used it on a regular basis. So, yes. um. I don't know. That's a really a slippery slope to me because, I mean, it's the way that you're using it. It's the way that you are, yeah, it's the way that you're using the word. If you're rapping, I don't want to say, uh, that was still, yeah, it still bothers me though. Huh? They're going to call you a coon for this, so I know, be but <laughs> no, if you're rapping, nah, you just don't say it. Just don't say the word. I don't care. It's not for you. We don't, we don't <laughs> say cracker or yeah, other not it, because we're being disrespectful <laughs> but we're not doing we don't rap the people. cracker is a funny word i'm sorry man <laughs> cracker ass cracker <laughs> we don't rest in peace to the late george jefferson yes <laughs> we don't say like those are those are disrespectful terms so yeah. if we're saying it we're we're being disrespectful most of the time so it's like I just would rather people not say it. Like, just don't. Just skip. Like, obviously, she couldn't even. She didn't even realize she said it. Like, she says it on a regular. But just skip it. Why do you have to say that word? Yeah. You, it makes them feel some type of way. I, I would imagine. Feel like they down. Yeah. Like, but then again, if rappers, I, if rappers are saying it, then it's hard yes, to police it's, that. Yeah. yeah. It very, Especially it is. when you're going to somebody's show, you paid money. To they see. invite you to sing their song. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you have to censor yourself while doing it yeah. yeah but go ahead figgy what do you feel about that um to me like i i kind of agree with you mm-hmm. it's like don't say it man like just don't like, you can still be cool and not say it mm-hmm. it's you know it's it's not take it's not taking your cool points away if you don't say it um just don't say it yeah that's that's all i got don't say it yeah. uh i think I tr- I ain't gonna lie. I try not to use it as much, and uh, with me honestly, with me working around a lot of white people and stuff, I try not to use it. And yeah. it's slow. It's slow down. I don't want because I feel like people that they use get it, they get exactly. I f- yeah, I feel like people or black people that do use it all the time in front of white people. I feel like it's kind of ignorant. Yeah. So I try to be respectful and not say that word all the time around <laughs> different people. Yeah. I say it at home. 
um, joking around and stuff. I called my dog that. <laughs> that time. I'm like, nigga, what you doing? Yeah. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I just don't say it. Yeah. yeah. Just stop all the controversy. There's nothing wrong with not saying it. You don't have to say it. Just, just don't say it. And I think I feel like rapper. I feel like they they shouldn't have to stop it either. Know what I mean, um, you have right. I mean, you have. I, I feel like you have free rights to talk about anything and say anything in your song. So yeah. just, you know, don't say it. <laughs> I have several. I'm not gonna get into everything mm-hmm. because this is a big topic. This could, this could be its own podcast. Yeah. yeah. So I'll keep it light and simple. First off, I think Kendrick was a clown for. Inviting a girl, a white girl who looks like to Rosie O'Donnell that, at age to, eighteen, to sing mm-hmm. that song. Yes, to sing that song of all songs. Yeah. You could have picked all the lights. But I've seen, I've seen him do this before, and I've seen people filter that word out. Yeah. So that's assuming would, a lot. But you would just—that's how you know she's comfortable. Like that's how you know she says it on on a regular white basis. White people say the N word. We got to get over this. Yeah. They like, say the N word when they're by themselves or with their white friends. Mm-hmm. They don't say it in front of us because Asians they never know if they're gonna get their ass beat but we need to stop acting surprised when white people say it we just need to i I agree that if you say it in a i respect i respect white people that say it like in private like if you're gonna say it in private just say it in private yeah but Mm -hmm. don't feel like you gotta say you can say it around black yeah exactly and we not get upset about it yeah so there's there's a pride issue there too where it's like oh how do you really feel when you just say this around me it makes situations uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, I just felt like Kendrick was a clown for doing this stunt in Alabama. Like, what do you expect, honestly? You said, I didn't know he did this before. Mm-hmm. It's kind of confusing. He seems to only do it with white people. Yeah. Like, I'm sure there's some black fans you could bring up. And let me not lie to you. I, I remember specifically a white boy, and he killed it. And yeah. then there was somebody that couldn't get it together. And I want to say they were white, too, but I could I could be completely wrong. But I know the white boy killed it yeah. when I saw it. That's so. just odd to me that he chose this song of all songs. Yeah. And it's out of good faith hope that his white fans won't say the N-word. Don't even put them in that position. Because yeah. now she's going to catch shit for that, too. And she, she, maybe she should. Yeah. But this girl looked like she's 16 years old. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I don't know. It, it's, it's a lot it's, to get into there. It, but. it was yeah. weird because um, this was right after the concert here. Yeah. So, I'm like, what? For it was a like minute, two days after. For a minute, I'm like, was this here? And um, I look. And I'm like, damn, he didn't do that in Houston. So, yeah. why would he do that in Alabama and bring a white girl yeah. on there? Very so. odd and perplexing. And now we are out of time. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> but full disclosure, game seven of the NBA Western Conference is starting at about 10 minutes. So yeah. we have to cut this podcast short. Yeah. We're going to do one because of Memorial, Memorial Day weekend, but a lot of happened. So we got Had this one to. in. Yeah. Had to feed the fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, Chris Paul is out for this game, yeah. officially. Yeah. yeah. And I, so I is, uh, what's his name? Andre Iguodala. Yeah. 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 So. Anyway. So are so. we celebrating the Rockets' win? Next week, next podcast, or don't ask the, me that, man. Don't ask me prediction, that. No prediction, no prediction. Don't ask me that. Don't ask me that. <laughs> it, this series to... been too close for me uh, to be able to say confidently. There... Are you feeling anxious? Yes. <laughs> Hell yeah. Imagine work... how I felt yesterday, man. But <laughs> that's LeBron, man. Well, you got a championship no, in your lifetime, not... okay? I technically I did too, but it was so long ago. 22 years ago to be exact <laughs> so whatever um i think the rockets i'll say it right now fuck it i'll go full fanboy the rockets pull it out in game seven yeah
Me too. I said I, yeah, I said it earlier. The Rockets, James Harden will take the Rockets, put him on his back. I won't say that much. I, but I, I think so. He's going to need to yeah, because well, I don't see no other way they're going to pull it off. If Eric Gordon goes off again, if P.J. Tucker goes off again somehow, if – well, okay, see, I'm depressing myself now because I know this shit's not going to happen. Wait. No, but, wait. <laughs> don't say that. No, I think Harden got a lot on the line with this game. But I don't think – If he take over with this game – it could change his whole legacy. But here's the thing. I don't know if he cares that much about his legacy in the playoffs because he's had multiple games where – and this is going to sound real stupid when it comes out tomorrow and the game's already done. But <laughs> fuck it, I'm just going to say it. I don't know if he cares about his playoff legacy that much because he's had some shitty-ass playoff games. games when they mattered the most. Yeah. So, there. That's my take. Fuck it. You got to go. <laughs> right. Plug your socials. Ryan Rocket at Twitter. Jasmine. Chitty Chitty Bang. Jasmine. Y'all know the deal. Yes. Yeah. Figueroa on everything. Yes. Watch In The Loop next week. He will be producing video, all that shit. Yes. Yes. Check him out. Yes. And that's it. We Shout out. Shout out to Tap. Yes. <laughs>